0: This is Moment of Hope, brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Good morning, listeners. Can you believe it? We are already in September. It's time for back to school. Still in a pandemic, but thankfully we are no longer under lockdown like we were the last two years In the last two school year, students were predominantly engaged in virtual learning. Unfortunately for some, there was no learning as some students either didn't have access to data or device. Thankfully, students are going back out into the physical space of their school environment Back then, we often spoke of the new normal. (laughs) I don't know if we can now say we are returning to normal. My guests will help me with that a little later. However, we choose to describe it. Majority of Jamaica's student population returns to school this week. Parents, are you ready? Students, are you ready for back to school? My guest today is Arlene A. She's an educator, head of the humanities department at Campion College, a student success coach, and a member of the Portmore Missionary Church. And today we will focus on Journey Back to School. Arlene A., welcome.
1: Thank you, Marjolaine. Thank you for having me, and good morning to all of your listeners. Good
0: now, you are a mother, mentor, and educator for nearly 25 years, listeners. That's what she said, you know, 25 <laughs> years. As students prepare for back to school, what key things should they take into consideration?
1: Okay, well, this school year is a big occasion. I, when I say big, I mean bigger than usual. Yes. We've not had a formal rollout in three years so we missed it in 2020 2021 because of the pandemic yes yes so the main thing i want to say to students is it's a big change we're rolling out for a full face to face you're still in the summer mode you have to accept that the time has come If you were to speak to the average student now, 95% of them would say, I'm not ready. I don't want to go. Number one, accept that the summer is done. Accept that school is starting. We're ready to get back to business. And in doing that, you're gonna change your routine. And the main one of that is go to your bed at a decent hour. Yes. Wake up at a decent hour so your body can get acclimatized, yes? Another pointer I would give to the students is, start setting some goals. And when we hear goals, a lot of people think about just academic goals and that's just one part of it. Um, Do you wanna do some extracurriculars this year? Are you wanting to get on a sports team this year? Are there some clubs you want to be involved in? Um, Do you want to do some volunteer work in school? Start thinking about what you want to accomplish, yes? And I would also say, well, this is the obvious one get your school resources together, start preparing. So if you are a young person, let's say in prep primary, a lot of that is going to be done by your parent. If you're an older student, let's say high school, you can do some of that. I would encourage parents to get the students involved in the preparation process. And if you're in high school, um, start getting your materials together, start registering. Um, in your online platforms, get your syllabuses together, organize yourself. Don't wait until you get there because if you can start preparing ahead when you get there, you're going to be ahead of the game. And last and definitely most important, the whole process is going to make a lot of students a little bit anxious, a little bit fearful, and uh, some are going to be overwhelmed. And that is where we start to pray. And I didn't say pray first because I knew the process would create anxiety. And if you don't, um, you know, either pray on your own or um, I would encourage families to start in family devotions. Yeah, You know, Um, I think that's a great thing for them to do Um, within the church families. It's something that has to be talked about um, at Sunday school and teaching children how to pray. Praying on your own, praying with your family. Um, to me, that is just so important in as a part of the process for getting ready for school
0: prepare
1: prepare prepare
0: and we cannot overemphasize that and even as we prepare Arlene there are some parents who are stressed (laughs) either because of the just the whole process the funds finding the funds for the school fee the cost for the books the cost for the uniforms and just the transition process how can parents manage the stress that comes with back to school preparation
1: That's a big one, uh, Marjolaine, but I would have to say my first word to parents would be organize, organize, organize. I'm going to break that down a little bit. Um, The first thing that's going to come to parents is resources, the uniform, the shoes, the books. And then there's the stress of the cost. The truth is some parents just don't have it. And this is where I'm I'm actually going to skip over into my second point and then backtrack a little bit. That's where you get support. Some parents genuinely can't do it on their own. You know, that's where you reach out. If you are a part of a church family, reach out. Reach out to a foundation. Reach out to community members. Reach out to your neighbor. And, you know, they'll say, you know, my child did math last year. Here are some books. Oh, yes. So it, it's, a, it's not about just sitting down and, you know, worrying and being anxious. You're going to have to reach out and get support. And it's support is not just about the physical resources you need. You need advice as well. There are lots of people who have walked your journey before. Teachers can give you advice. Um, counselors, uh, mentors can give you advice. Yes? Um, just very quickly to backtrack to the organizational process, routines, a child cannot on their own after going to bed at eleven o'clock every night in the summer, just nice. get up <laughs> and start going to bed at eight o'clock. So parents have to change the routines. Um as a part of getting ready as well. Plan everything. Plan your meals. Don't wait until Monday morning to get up and say, What are gonna make for breakfast this morning? You know, plan your route. <laughs> if you live in St. Catherine or You know, if you live far from where you are going to school, you have to plan your route, get organized, make a checklist. It's literally um, almost going to feel like the parents themselves are going back to school. because So true. Yes, there's a lot on them. And, of course, the most important thing, again, the same anxiety that the student feels, the same anxiety or in a different form. And this is where prayer comes in. Again, if you're in a church family, reach out. I know every every Sunday service um, is going to be calling out for children to step forward for intercessory prayer. go up for the prayer. You don't have to wait for that. go to Bible study, go to prayer meeting, call somebody, sister, pray with me, please. I'm feeling anxious. If your church has a system to help you, maybe with resources, reach out. You know, but apart from the support, the physical, tangible support, don't forget that prayer is the only thing that's going to calm your anxiety. There's nothing else that's going to calm it, get you on the right side. And once you're calm, then you start thinking about, okay, let me do this. Let me put this in order. You know, so that's what I would say to parents there you have it parents some key tips
0: on how you can prepare for back to school despite the stress you can get through it through the tips that Arlene has shared and of course she has emphasized prayer is key we need to connect with God to take us through this Mm -hmm. journey now Arlene there are just so many things that are students will be doing while they are at school. I know key for a lot of them, those are in primary and prep. They will be preparing for the PEP exams and those who are in grades 11 or some as early as grade um, nine, yes, Um, third form.
1: Well, generally, it's usually about 11 or 11 or so, right. They'll be
0: preparing for CSEC. I'd love for you to share what can students do to prepare for these exams?
1: Okay, um, thank you so much for asking this question. I, um, in addition to teaching, I am actually a student success coach. And I found over the years that you, you ha- it's not enough to just learn the content of your math or your English, or your geography. You have to know what are the techniques I need for study, and to prepare for exams. So I'm gonna quickly just give some general um, uh, tips, and it doesn't matter whether it's PEP or CSEC or CAPE, it's 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 going to be similar. Um, the starting point I would say is organize your resources. I don't know, uh, Marjolein, if you see that word, "organized," keeps bouncing back every time. Yes. Get your resources together. Is it your books? Get them organized. For the older students, the C second cape, get your syllabuses or some people call them syllabi. That's what's gonna guide you for what we're going to be covering in biology or what we're going to be covering. Don't sit and wait on your teacher. You have to be a step ahead of the game. That's the route to success. Get your past papers together because we were online for two years. There are lots of past papers available. Make a Google folder. Start putting them together, and that actually helps to make you feel confident as you start to, you know, before you head out. Um, another useful tip that I want to give to all of my students: time management is that's everything. a big one, <laughs> big one. And and here's the thing, uh, Marjolaine, you can't do that on your own necessarily. This is where the Parental and the adults and the mentors come in, somebody to track you a little bit. Right? So, here's what the adults can do give the students the diaries and give them the planners. Help them to formulate a timetable. Yes? I actually did a whole video on this. I just wanted to know. I'll tell you about it later. Sure. Um, Help them to formulate a timetable. A timetable doesn't mean, Marjolaine, oh, I'm going to study math from 10 to 12 and I'm going to study Spanish. That's not what it's about. It's about what time I wake up, my devotion time, when I eat, when I study, when I exercise, because it's about balance. Yes. And when the students are not balanced, and we saw what happened with COVID, students were not exercising, it was affecting their mental health. So the way we used to make timetables four years ago is not the way we make timetables That has changed. Absolutely. So they need help. Don't just send them to do it. It doesn't matter if they're 16. It doesn't matter if they're 10. You have to sit and work with them. The other tip that I want to give and that um, will start as soon as the term starts, you have to read and study continuously. Not the night before the test, not two days before the test. And how are you going to study effectively? You have to know your learning style. So, for example, uh, Marjolaine, would you say you're a visual learner or an auditory learner? Or would you say you're a kinesthetic learner? Which one of those would, would you think would describe you best?
0: I'm a visual. I want to see it so I'm with parts you are just so.
1: <laughs> okay, good, so I'm with you on that. That's my learning style. I want to encourage all of my students to really get to understand their learning styles. If you're a visual learner, you have to make concept maps. You have to make flow diagrams. If you're all learner, you're gonna watch videos. Some children can just sit and listen to the audio and that will be fun. Okay, and of course, you're gonna ask for help. Ask for help when you're preparing your teachers, your parents, your tutors, your mentors, and so on.
0: There you have it. Some powerful tips to help you prepare for back to school and the exams, which will be coming up at some point during the journey. My guest today is Arlene Hay. She's an educator, head of the humanities department at Campion College and a success Coach, a student success coach. And she has been sharing with us some tips that parents and students can use as you prepare for the back to school journey. Arlene, there are a myriad of systems influencing our children. So we're sending them out for school for the academic. Yes. However, Mm -hmm. there are so many other influences. While we focus on their education, we're mindful of their need for God's guidance, for protection and wisdom. Earlier, you shared about, you know, parents praying, the children praying, having family devotions. But the truth is not all parents are Christians. And so I'd love for you to just share with those parents in what ways they can express their children to godly principles that they can utilize, even in school?
1: Okay, so um, we have already spoken, of course, about what persons who, who are Christians or who are in church families can do. Um, I think, though, for parents who are not necessarily Christians or who are not a part of the family, Um, The first thing I would say, and this is such an excellent time, try to reach out to a neighbor, a friend, a colleague. Your children need to be in church. They need to be in a formal setting. All right. It would be excellent if you were to find, let's say, a church down the road and the family would attend. If the entire family can go, if you have to go to work on Sunday. Send your children to Sunday school. Send your children to youth fellowship. Yes. Right? Send them to um, Good News Bible Club. You know, it, it's great when the family can go, but if you can't, send them out anyway. If it's a case where you can't physically or if it's not physically safe to send them out without you, we, this, this is a time of online church. Find a church, get a link, jump into a youth fellowship. MYF 730 Friday night, it's happening, guys, you can still be a part of it. There are radio programs that you can listen to, either just to let your children or, um, or you can listen to as a family. So there are um, ways that you can gradually incorporate. Remember, you know, as, as a parent, you are the head of the household and yes. you have to model the behavior. You have to model the behavior. So reach out on behalf of your um, your child and on behalf of your children. There are systems out there. There are churches out there. Sometimes people go out into the communities to find the children and to find the parents. So this is just a good opportunity to, you know, eight o'clock Sunday morning, present yourself at Fort Moore Missionary or, you know, go out, find a church nearby. They're waiting to, to, to bring you into the family of God, to give you that support that you need. Parents, there
0: you have it. Support is available. And Arlene, there are some students who are Christians. They're already going to church. They're going to the youth fellowship. But when they get into the school environment, it can be such a challenge to yes. display their faith. What encouragement do you have for Christian Where students? Is-
1: I have seen this firsthand, and some students are able to be resilient, and some are not. So, my, the number one piece of advice that I want to give is model your Christian values. Live the values. Lead by example. You know, um, people should not have to say to you, "Are you a Christian? Which church you go to?" They can. They should be able to see your behavior. Should be exemplary positive, kind, sharing. And at the same time, I expect that my Christian youths are going to be avoiding negative behaviors. They can't be caught up in gossiping. If there's cheating going on, they're not going to be a part of it. No. I expect them to be the one to discreetly, you know, send a message to me and send miss so and so and so. Yes? Yes. Um, another thing that I'd want to say to um, Christian young people is um, volunteer stand up for what you believe in be the prayer monitor even if miss doesn't ask miss i'll be the prayer monitor Ah, miss i will need devotion yeah your students who i love one of my favorite things is when students i usually pray before a test but sometimes you're so busy and you forget and a student says miss we need to pray (laughs) and i'll say who is gonna pray i'll pray so i want my young people to you know do not we just volunteer i also want them to participate in all of the Christian clubs, the ISCF, Girls Brigade. There's a lot of outreach activities in school, going visiting children's hospitals and children's home and seniors home. Those look out for those activities. I'm not saying you can't play basketball as well, but make sure that you reserve one of your clubs or one of your activities to be something where you're giving back to the community. And very, very important for now, Marjolaine, choose your companions carefully. This thing about being popular is not going to be the focus of what you're doing. Um, There's this old expression, show me your friends and I'll tell you who 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 you are. are, Right? So the friends you're associating with, they must have similar values and similar behaviors. And that's what I would recommend to my Christian young people
0: good there's just so much more that we could talk about as we focus on the journey back to school arlene as a student success coach i'd love for you to share this morning a word of encouragement for parents and students as they journey into the new school year
1: okay well (laughs) there is so much i could say and so little time a lot of the pointers i've actually been giving are based on some you know, very gen- generic tips. So one of the, the main things that I say to students of all ages is be prepared, number one. Two, be organized. And listen to this one, and some people won't want to hear it. Take responsibility for your own learning students. Stop blaming your teacher and your mother and your father and your guardian Where is your book? Mommy didn't put it in my bag. No, Mm -hmm. you should have taken your timetable and you should have put in your English book and your math book and your geography book. Just take responsibility, yes? Um, For parents, um, this is something that I thought about. This is something I prayed about. And this stands out for me. Supervise and manage your children carefully. You were dying for them to pass the pep and go to Immaculate and Woolmers and JC. And now they're there and you're sitting back and saying, yeah, man, they're good. They have not arrived. They will never arrive. They will always be your children in prep school, primary school, high school, university. The way you supervise your child is gonna vary depending on their age and stage. Always provide support. Always check on them. They have online systems now, Marjolaine, that parents can look at every grade. They can look at attendance. They can be involved. They can email the teacher. Be that parent that is always there. You don't have to wait until November to go to parent-teacher's meeting. COVID brought us into the age of technology. You can communicate with your teacher every day, real time. Yes. Yes? Yes. And I just want to remind um, parents of this verse again, a verse everybody knows, Proverbs 22 and verse six, train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old, he will not depart from it. We are responsible as parents to lead our children in the right path. We're not their BFFs, we're not their besties, (laughs) we're their parents. We love them, we want the best for them, but we also have to love in a firm way we set the rules we set the discipline it was fine for them to be on video games 10 hours a day in the summer but when september come and school starts, then you're going to make some new rules oh, yes. and you're not going to say you know you know i really want him to put down the video game but he's just not no parents take charge you are in charge you got a task god gave you a task to, to, to get a responsibility so take charge, love your children, support your children, um, but um, keep the um, routines, remove the distractions because your children, if a child could choose to play basketball or study two hours of, of physics, which one do you think he's going to choose? So remember what your role is. God did set out a clear role for you and remember what your role is and try to, to, um, to abide by that role.
0: Thank you so much,
1: Arlene, for sharing, providing
0: powerful guidance for our parents and our students as they journey back
1: to school. I'll ask you to close in prayer for us. Okay. Almighty God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are great and a faithful God. We thank you, Lord God, that we have come safely to the end of a long summer vacation one in which there was rest and rejuvenation provided for the children, their parents, their teachers. So, Lord, as the school year begins now, Lord God, we lift up our children to you, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would provide for all of their needs, Lord God. Their parents even now were anxious about the books, about the, the uniforms and all the resources that are needed. Jehovah Jireh, provider, we pray. That you would send resources from through all means, Lord God. You, Lord God, take charge of the situation, be in control of the situation, Lord God. We pray that as the children go out, that they will go out on a positive note, that they will go out eager to learn, that they will go out um, to be obedient and respectful to their peers and also to their teachers. Lord God, we put the administrators before you, Lord God, who are even now preparing for the children to enter into the schools. We put the teachers before you who are also in preparation mode, waiting to receive the children, Lord God. We put each and every person involved in our children's life, parents, educators, each and every one we put before you, Lord God. We ask you to bless them and we ask you to just give them wisdom, Lord God. All of these things we pray in the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Saviour. Amen. Amen. May I remind you, the
0: Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings Moments of Hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Thanks to my guest, Arlene A. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 791-0527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moments of Hope MCAJ with your comments. I am Elaine Francis. Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope and there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or friend and let us pray being mindful that God answers prayers. Mm -hmm. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.